0: I would like to share today a few thoughts that it's on my heart and I hope it blesses you and the title of my short teaching will be today, Your Choices Affect Who You Become. Your choices and my choices affect who we become. If you don't believe that, you can open up the first book of the Bible in Genesis and look at Adam and Eve. And the choices that were before them, and the choices that have made, brought us here today. It's so important for all of us to understand that every choice that we make in life, either they're good or either they're bad, in one way or another, they will affect us. The study has shown that each and every day, we make choices. Some say that we're making thousands of choices, thousands of decisions, the way we think, the way we operate, the way we do things. Some say that we are doing hundreds of decisions in our mind. But nevertheless, each and every day, you made a choice even to come here today. You made a choice what seat you're going to sit. You made a choice to sit on a balcony or to sit up front. All of us are making choices. But often, we can forget that those choices can affect us. When kids make good choices, they're so proud of themselves. They come before their parents and, and they just want to be so happy and they, they want you to cheer them on. And because they're so glad, they're so happy they made the right choice. And often when they make the wrong choice, they hide from us. They seek for a corner. They, they know they made a wrong choice. So often in our own life, we make choices. And sometimes we're so proud of those choices and often we can be disappointed. But what a good day it is for all of us to know that those who are in Jesus Christ, they can have a new beginning. Those who put their faith and trust in Him, they have a new beginning in Him. I began to think of my life and some choices that I made and I'll be honest with you, some of them, I'm not proud of them at all. But some of them I'm really proud of. And there are three choices that I have made in my life that shaped me of who I am today. And even brought me to stand even before you. The first choice is a decision to follow God. One of the second choices, the major choices that I did in my life, is getting married to the right person. Say amen to that. And of course, the third choice is the friendship that I choose to allow to shape my character in my life. The first point that I would like for all of us to look on our slides is, you have to choose who or what is your Lord of your life. I came to that point in my life. I had to choose who is Lord of my life. Matthew 6 verse 24 says, No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will also be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. We have to make a choice. One of the most important decisions that we have to make in life. is a decision for Jesus Christ. It was a time in my life. I was about seven, eight years old. And I was in a church in a village that my dad and other of his friends started. And there were not a lot of people around. But there was an invitation, do you want to commit your life to Jesus Christ? Do you want to accept Him into your life as a personal Savior? And as a child, sometimes we think that children are a little dumb, they don't understand a whole lot of things. But let me tell you what, they can understand more things than sometimes adults can. Because they're like a sponge, they soak everything in. And I remember, I made my commitment, I came up front. And I believed in my heart and I confessed with my mouth that Jesus Christ is going to be the Lord of my life. Who is Lord of your life? Who is ruling over your life? Are there circumstances in your life that that you're obsessed with? Is that maybe the job, the finances, the wealth? What are we chasing after in our life? We cannot serve two gods. Either we know and we settle in our hearts that Jesus Christ is on the throne. And when we accept him and believe in him, he will take care of everything in our life. We have to make a choice. If you're here today and you have not made a decision, you cannot get this one wrong. We have to make a decision to follow Jesus Christ. To say, yes, Lord, I'm inviting you to be the master in my life. You to be the Lord in my life. You to be my savior in my life. Praise God. You see, our decision not only affects our own life, but your decision will impact others. Joshua in the Old Testament, chapter 24, verses, verse 15 says that he gave an option to the people. He was in front of a lot of people. And people were battling with all kinds of choices in their life. They wanted to serve God, but also they wanted to serve their own gods. They wanted to do one day God's way, and the second day they wanted to do things in their own way. And Joshua said, choose who you're going to serve. Choose who you're going to serve. But then he looked at his life and said, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. That's important that mine and your decision does not just affect me and you, but affects the people around us. It's me and my house will serve the Lord. If you're in a family that maybe some of them are not walking with the Lord. Your decision matters because they watch you. And I think we've heard in the morning as Pastor Carter preached already. That the way we live our lives impact other people. People look at us. People watch us. Some people want us to succeed. Some of them want us to fail. So they can say, I got you. But nevertheless, our decisions that we make in life impact others. Our decision to follow Christ will impact other people around us. Can there be a cry in our hearts today? As Joshua said, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. There is a choice we have to make. There was a story in the New Testament of the rich rich ruler that came before Jesus. And he wanted to make a choice. He wanted to follow Jesus. And he came and told him all about it. But there was something in his life that was ruling his heart. There was something deep in his heart that, that he needed freedom from. And he wanted for God, for Jesus to be Lord of his life. But he was not willing to let some things go. And Jesus had to tell him. If you want to follow me. Sell all the riches. Give things to the poor. And come and follow me. In different words. Let not the wealth be the Lord over your life. But if you truly want to follow me. There will be a cost. Because I have to be everything to you. And sadly we all might know the story how we ended. He did not say. Yes I'm going to do this. How joyful it is, everything that I have, all the belongings, everything that I obtained in my life, everything that was given to me. Now I'm going to go and just give it away and I'm going to make this major decision. He got sad when he heard that. And he turned around and left. Today, if you hear my voice, I wouldn't want you to follow the footsteps of this young ruler. But I would like for you to make this decision no matter what the cost is. God, you will see me through. You will carry me through. Help me to make the right decision. Help me to let things go that holds me back. And to say yes to you. Because your decision will affect others. So who is Lord over your life? Who is Lord over my life? What are some of the things that we love so much, that we enjoy so much, that it's so hard at times to put it aside and to be able to just enjoy our life with Jesus? You see, I had things in my own life. I struggled in my own life. I made my own decisions. I wanted to do things my way. And every time I wanted to do that, I had some type of success, but only a period of time and then there was disappointment because I was not making Jesus to be the Lord over my life I I, I said God come into my life but also I said I want to do things my way too I want to do things how it seems good to me there is satisfaction that I can have right now I want to do things my way and I pay the cost for that but when we come to Jesus he said that all things are behind And all things are made new. Praise God. The world says, I'll do things my way. Actually, there is a really popular song that was years ago. By Frank Sinatra. I did it my way. I think if we will get one day to be old. If Jesus doesn't come soon. My prayer is that we don't say those words. What a miserable life to live. And looking back. And saying you know what? I did everything my way. It didn't matter what people suggested to me. It didn't matter the opinions of other people. It didn't matter the counsel from my parents. Because I wanted to do things my way. All the things that I do in life. It has to be either my way. Or the highway. People in life often. Choose to live a life like that. And ultimately that life comes out of a rebellion. Or out of hurt. Out of disappointment. And you might be here today. And you're probably hurt or disappointed. In some of your choices that you made. And maybe you're even embarrassed. But I beg you today. Don't do things your way, but do them God's way. I have a friend at school, his name is, we call him Brother Al. And he has a saying, don't do things your way, but do things Yahweh. (laughs) Not my way, but Yahweh. Not my way, but Yahweh. You see, when we make a choice to serve God, when we... are giving him him the room to say, be Lord, we start living for others. We began to live for other people. We began to live for our families. We began to live for our spouses. We began to live for our friends. We began to live for people that are around us. And when we make that choice, know that it will cost you. You have to leave some things behind. And you'll have to invest into the kingdom of God. I believe Pastor Carter said best that a wise generation is a generation that invests into light in a time of darkness. You see when we are making Jesus Christ to be Lord over our life. He's asking us to live for others. Not for ourselves. Not to do things my way. But His way. The way he's asking us to live. His way. Praise God. The second point that I would like for all of us to know that besides salvation, your choice of spouse is the most important decision you will ever make. Hear me. Especially young people, single people are in this room. Next to salvation. The biggest choice you will make is your spouse. Often I joke around when I talk with people. And I say that if you marry the wrong person, you might lose your salvation. How important that choice is. But if you marry the right person, you can taste what heaven is like here on earth. What an important thing for all of us. Not to get captured by all the things that the world are saying, but to do God's way. To choose our spouses God's way. 2nd Corinthians chapter 6 verse 14 says, Do not be unequally yoked together with unbeliever, for what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness? And what communion has light with darkness? And of course, this passage does does not just talk about marriage, but in all the things that we do. I know friends that made the choice to marry someone that were not walking with the Lord. And they paid a price for that. Listen, if you're willing to spend your life on your knees, and if you're willing to just weep and, and ask God to bring somebody to salvation, it's your choice again. It comes to your decision. We cannot blame God for everything that we do in life. God has given us the word of God. And he says if you want to have a good life. Not an easy one. At times it will be challenging. But I will be with you. Make your decisions according to the word of God. A few days ago I had a phone call from one of my friends. And he was just sharing how his brother... Just got married. He was struggling in life. He was not walking with the Lord the way he's supposed to. And some people think that actually getting married will save them. From all the troubles that they actually are going through. But you're fooling yourself. Just a few weeks ago or a few months ago they got married. Now they have issues. And he's asking, can you pray for them? Sometimes we think that actually marriage will solve things. But actually... You're bringing another person into your issues. How important it is to be able to say, God, what is your will upon my life? I have a lot of choices. Actually, there is, for for gentlemen, for for all the the men here in the room, there's more women in the world than men. There's a lot of choices you can make. A lot of choices you can make. And you can make a dumb one, or you can make a good choice. For all the women in the world, you don't have to say yes to every single person that comes in your life. But you can ask questions like, does he have a job? Is he lazy? Do you brush your teeth in the morning or you skip that? Are you lazy? Do you make your bed in the morning? Do you help? Your parents in the kitchen. Because the way. Listen. The way guys will treat their parents. This is the way they're going to treat you. Yes. Do we have a lot of debt? Because once a person. One, one side has a lot of debt. Guess what? Once you get married. Both of you are going to have that. You can be as happy as you want. That I'm debt free. As soon as you get into a marriage. Now it's two people. Same thing goes for women. Same thing goes for men. We're all the same on this page. We're all equal. And the same responsibilities that are asked from each party are as just as important. Don't get fooled that, you know what, somehow we're going to get it together. Somehow we're going to just make this right. Ask hard questions. Ask hard questions. Because marriage... The choice that you're going to make in marriage, it's actually going to bring you either closer to the goals that you have in life or further away. As a young person, maybe I'm not as qualified to speak on this topic. But I looked in my life and the decision that I make. And this was one of the best decisions I made to marry my wife Haley. I had a lot of choices. There were a lot of girls that I was kind of okay. The picture is so pretty. You know how we are, man. We choose with our eyes, but we live with a character. We choose with our eyes, but the reality is we live with a character. Same thing for single ladies here. We might choose in a moment. But remember, does he love God more than you? I had a friend that I called just out of the blue, just asking how things are going. I had something else to ask them. And out of nowhere, I just asked, How are you single? you have somebody? And she said, well, actually, I'm dating somebody. And I did not say a whole lot, but I just asked her a question. Does he love you? Does he love God more than you? And the answer was, no. And shortly after that, I talked to her and she made a decision to let that relationship go. I asked her permission to share this story. But what an an important choice to be able to say, you know what? The 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 way you love God, that's important to me. The way you spend time with God, that's really important for me how would your relationship with god that's important in a family because sometimes life brothers and sisters is not as easy as we think especially marriage often we go through difficulties often we go through some challenges and how important it is for both parties that are involved in that marriage to have a strong relationship with christ to have a strong relationship with god because he Has to be the master. He has to be the Lord of your life. That we can come to him. Talk with him. And he will answer our prayer. Don't lower your standards. Because somebody doesn't have as high of a standards as you. Don't just say, you know what? I'm just going to settle for less just to get you. Forget it. Forget it. Make the right decision in your life. Go into the prayer closet and say, God, is this you? Is this you? As I said, when I made a decision to marry Haley, it was not an easy decision. I come from a Slavic background and you stick with your own culture. You don't go outside your own culture. You, you grow, you marry each other, you kind of love each other and the families are tied together. And there was not an easy thing for me. But deep inside of my heart, I fell in love. I fell in love. And people probably around me would think, are you crazy? She's an American. (laughs) What's wrong with you? What are you doing in life? Their life is so much different than yours. But deep inside, I took things to the prayer closet. And God just led me. And I said, God, if this is your way, you make it happen. Because you know all the challenges that I face. Actually, when I called my parents to tell them that they were doing missions missions in Ukraine. And I expected my parents to be, hey, what are you doing? No. And when I called them, I told them hey, I fell in love with a girl and they were so happy for me because in our culture, you get married about 25, 27. It's after that, they're a little worried about you. (laughs) And they were so happy that I found someone that finally I'm getting married, finally moving on so they don't have to worry about because we put a lot of gray hair on their heads. And when I told them that she's an American, there was like three seconds pause. And then she said, good, we're happy for you. We're blessing you. We're going to pray for you. Don't do anything dumb. Don't cross any lines. Just live your life pure. And I was like, man, this was a surprise. And later on, of course, when I asked them about it, they thought that I was joking with them. And they didn't want to be discouraged. <laughs> but then I had to take Haley and to drive to Rochester for them to meet them. And they fell in love with her. I mean, when you meet this girl, she's a champ. How can you not? And they just blessed me. The blessing of parents are vital in relationships. Are vital. And of course we all know if there's some of the things that they're telling you that they're not concrete or anything. That is just out of the blue. You make decisions. But how important it is to come and talk with somebody. I like that girl. Hey, I like that guy. What do you think? Oh, I don't know about it. Okay, I'll, I'll take to the prayer closet. Or to say, you know what? That's a good decision. That's a good choice. But you always have to take it to God. Because once you make Him Lord of your life, He is leading your life. Amen. The decision that I made in marriage actually helped me to be here where I am today. I couldn't, I can't imagine my life other ways. I don't know where where I'd be. What will I be doing in my life if it wasn't for this decision? I have a really important decision that I made to marry Haley. Ladies and gentlemen who are not married yet, please think about that. Your marriage can take you to that place where you want to go. Or it can be a hindrance. If you marry the wrong person. I don't believe in my heart. This is my opinion. That there is the one in the world. Because you are going to search for all your life. For the one. And you are still going to miss it. God gave us a choice. He who finds a. You know it. You know it. We have to look for good ones. And ladies, you have to look for good men as well. They will love you, protect you, cherish you, forgive you. For those who are married, it is important to love, forgive, and stay committed to your spouse. Once you made the choice, that's it. You cannot go as, as, you know, sometimes we go to drive-thru and we order food and Sometimes they mess things up and they give you, and then you drive away. Oh, this is wrong. I go back. Forget it. (laughs) Forget it. Once you got married, this is it. This is it. You have to pray for, you have to love, you have to cherish, you have to humble yourself, you have to forgive, you have to embrace. And I'm not talking about abusive things. I'm not talking about things that are out of control. That's a whole different story. I'm talking about a marriage that that you might be struggling. That you might be be going through a difficult time in your life. And you're just ready to give up. No, 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 no. Go to God. Because He is for marriage. He is the one that protects marriage. And He is the one that is interested for you to have a healthy marriage. After I got married, not too long afterwards, I was actually here at Times Square Church. During worship, we were just sitting somewhere, either here on the balcony, I don't remember exactly. But during worship, a thought came to my mind. You know how he says in Ephesians five twenty-five: husbands love your wives just as Christ loved the church. And he gave himself for her. I, I'm a selfish guy at times. I don't want to give myself. I want people to give me. I don't want to give things. But marriage teaches you quickly how wrong that is. That you have to give for you to have a happy marriage. And during that worship I thought. I believe the Holy Spirit just spoke into my life at the time when I needed it. The way I love God. I will love her. And she will realize or come to a deeper understanding of the love of God the way I love my wife. Husbands, that's deep. Listen. The way we love our God will affect how we love our spouses. It goes both ways. But especially here now, the way our wives are going to understand the the Father's love, God's love in a deeper way is the way we're going to love them the way Christ loved the church. That really helped me in my marriage. That really put a responsibility in my life. To be able to not just, oh yeah, everything is cool. But to be able to say, God give me the strength to do this. Give me the strength to do this. Because I can not do it in my own strength. But when you make the first decision for him to be your Lord. The rest will be easier because he will help you. And the third point in my conclusion. I would like to share with you that we need to choose our friends wisely. 1 Corinthians 15, says, do not be misled, or in different words, do not be fooled. Bad company corrupts good character. I did not understand a whole lot of things when I was growing up. I mean, our parents were on the top of us. We can't go there, we can't hang out with that group of people, we can't do that. We have to go on a farm, we always have to tell them what we did. And I was like, my goodness, when can I have the freedom to do what I want? But remember, I can't say that I did it my way, but I have to be able to say I did God's way. We have to obey our parents. We have to listen to them. We have to, we have to pray for them, love on them. And when they suggest to us something, maybe we should pay attention to that. Because they bend there, they know. That the wrong crowds will corrupt your good character. Unfortunately, I know of people that I grew up in church with, that were involved in ministry. They loved the Lord. We sang together, we did things together. But because they got a hold of our own crowd, they have backslidden. How important our choice is when we choose friends. How important that is. They can bring you up. Or it can bring you down. When you hang out with people around you. You can have a smile. Or you can cry. You can be encouraged. Or you can be deflated. You can love God. Or you can start. Having suspicions towards him. You can give your life fully to him. But if you're. Hanging out in the wrong crowds. That can push you away. From the goals that you have in life. There is a saying. Or a proverb I should say. That is not written in the Bible. But people know. Tell me who your friends are. And I'll tell you who you are. Tell me the people you're hanging out with. And I'll tell you your life. Tell me where you're spending time. And I'll tell you who you are. It is so important for all of us to be able to say I'm gonna do God's way not my way but Yahweh not my way but Yahweh I'm gonna do God's way if this company that I'm hanging out with are is is a bad influence in me forget it so often we say yes musicians come and we're just gonna go into the altar call often we say, well, don't we have to save other people? yes, but you don't need to go to the bar to hang out with them to save them (laughs) don't we have to look for the opportunities? no, the opportunities are already there, just open your eyes as soon as we walk out of the church, there's people full of opportunities that we can share the gospel And we say, no, 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 but my friends, I love them. And I'll just give you a quick analogy and then we'll close. Just imagine if I'm here on the platform, well, I am here. (laughs) And I'll ask somebody to come and as you are on the ground there, I'll try to pick you up on a stage. And you try me and you try to pull me down. What's easier? What is easier? Well, but I'm a Christian, I love the Lord. I love the Lord. I'm solid. I, I, I pray. I read the Bible. But I'm going to try to pull you up. Because I decided to hang out with you. I decided to go to the places where I'm not supposed to go. I did that in my life. Oh, I decided just to, just to hang out. I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to be a part of it. You know what I mean? I'm going to be the person on the table. I'm going to be the person higher than the other one. And I'm going to try to pull them up. But we all know how the story can end up. The danger is that we're going to end up with them. Because it's always harder to pull somebody to the platform or on the table. Than for you to go down. Choose. Choose what you're going to do today. Are you going to dedicate your life to Jesus Christ? And say God be the Lord of my life. If there are single people here today, choose who you're getting married with. Make a choice. Make a choice. Walk in counsel. Ask your friends, ask people, ask pastors, ask elders, ask people that you trust. What do you think about this decision? Remember, it's a vital decision in your life. You have the freedom to choose. Choose. In your marriage, We have the choice. Are we going to love our spouses the way way Christ loved us? Choose. Choose. In the friendships, in the places that you're hanging out, make a choice. Are you going to hang out with them? Because those bad companies will ruin your character. Everything that you're trying to go towards, everything you're trying to build in your life, a love for God, a commitment for God, That can be destroyed if you're hanging out around people that are not building you up, but destroying you. Choose today. And most of all, the Bible says choose life or death. The ball is in your court. Jesus did it all for me and for you. Now it's up to us to choose what we're going to do. Ask hard questions. But when you go God's way, if you will choose to go His way. He will carry you through. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be possible. It's not going to be as smooth, but He will carry you through. And you will finish strong. And you will know that God, I made this decision with you. Now, please help me. Choose today, because your choices affect who you become. Maybe you're not happy with yourself. Maybe you're looking at yourself and and you hate a lot of things about what you're doing in life. Today you can make some choices. Today you can make some hard decisions in your life. And I'll close with this thought. In John chapter 6 verses 68 says that Jesus asked a question to his disciples. A lot of disciples, he was preaching the truth. He was talking about the cross. He was sharing the truth. And he says, if you want to follow me, you have to do this way. And a lot of people got offended. Because they wanted to live their life. For them to be able to say, I did it everything my way. And people left him. And he looked at his disciples and says, do you want to go too? Do you want to leave me as well? Do you have a choice? And Peter said, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. Brothers and sisters, to whom shall we go? He has the words of eternal life. You can have life in your choices, and your decisions. You can have freedom. You can walk with Him. You can make the right decisions in your life. And I would like to ask you, if you can stand with me. And if you have made some bad decisions in your life, I, I have plenty of those. But what a beautiful thing it is that we have a Savior. What a beautiful thing it is that we have Jesus Christ who is our hope. And if you're here that you're not happy of your choices in the past, you can come and join me here up front and say, God, from now on, help me to do the right decisions in life. Help me. If you have to leave some bad companies, ask God to give you the strength to do that. Give you the boldness to do that. If you're in a relationship that you're not supposed to be in, ask Him to give you the strength and the wisdom in kindness and in love to say, I think this is not the way. Choose life of death. Choose. Because those choices will affect of who we are. There is power in the cross and God can forgive you of the past and give you a new future if you made the bad choices in your life. Come today. Join me here in front and we're going to pray together. And a simple prayer, God, help me to make the right choices in life. Amen. Lord, I thank you for this opportunity that we have to stand before you. God you love us so much you care for our lives so much Lord you see our future you know our present and you also know our past God we all can acknowledge that looking back in our life maybe there are some choices some decisions that we have made that we are not proud of but today we are bringing them to you We don't want to be tormented by those regrets. But when we come to you, we are made new. God, I'm asking you, give us the strength to be able to leave those things behind. And to say, you know what? I'm not going to be defined by the past, but I'm going to be defined through the cross. Of who I am through Jesus Christ. God I'm asking you to give us the strength. To forgive ourselves. Help us. So often we can forgive others. We can talk about forgiveness. But today we need to forgive ourselves. God I'm asking you to help us. To do just that. There's so much freedom in there. Lord I'm asking you to lead our life. And help us from now on to make the right decisions, the right choices in life. Help us, oh God, always to look through your word. Because this is how we're going to become more like you. When we look at you, when we lift our eyes to you. And we're saying, God, help me to do this your way. Not my way, but your way. Help us, O Lord, to leave relationships behind that are ungodly. Help us, Lord, to live pure before you. God, I'm asking you to just touch us today. If there's young people here that are searching for their spouses. And maybe they tried so many things. Lord, help them first to be grounded in you. In you to love you with all of their heart, mind and soul. And you will add everything to the life. That we live. Lord I'm asking you to. Give us good friends in life. Give us people that will build us. Not ruin us. Give us people that will love you. And will care for us. Help us to find ourselves in the. Companies that. That love each other. Help us to find in the place. For us to find ourselves in places. Where it's pleasing to you. Give us the strength to leave the places. That are not of yours. Help us oh God. To make the right choice today. To go with you. To go with you. I thank you that you are our God. We're declaring you. To be our Lord and Savior of our lives. We want to do things your way. Help us God. Help us God, and always to remember that our decisions and our choices that we make in life doesn't only affect us, but affect our families, affect the people around us. Help us God. Lord, I just have on my heart to pray for people that live with regrets. Oh, restore, oh God, the hearts of those that are broken. God, I'm asking you to bring healing to the hearts that are just in despair. God, I'm asking you to help us through this moment that we're going through. Help the situations in our life, not to break us, but to make us stronger in you. Oh, give us the grace to look at you all the days of our life. Bring healing into our soul, oh God. Bring restoration into our lives, oh God heal the marriages that are broken oh Jesus forgive us where we were standing for for our own ideologies instead of just letting you be the Lord of our marriages God I'm asking you to restore their relationships I'm asking you to bring freedom in our life there is so much freedom when we do things your way Oh, we love you today, oh God. Oh, we love you today, oh Jesus. We want to do things your way. Give us the grace and the strength to do this. We can't afford to live this life on our own. We need you. And we're making a decision today. We're going with you. And we're going to end strong. And we're going to put our faith and trust in you. Because there is hope in you, there is hope in you, oh God. Thank you, Lord, that we can trust you today. Thank you, Lord, that we don't have to leave this place sad, but we can leave rejoicing, because the joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Hallelujah! 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 We can live rejoicing, knowing that you have everything in the control. You keep our lives in your hands. In the midst of our decisions, you are still God on the throne. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lamb of God. We bless you. We praise you. We honor you today, O God. Be glorified today. Be glorified, O God, in our life. In every decision that we make, you receive all the honor and the glory. And all the people said, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah.